you to the Wrestling With Life podcast. Oh, she's serving up life lessons. Gimlet with the pin. What a fierce competitor. Oh my God, she's dropping truck bombs all over the mat. Hello, my little wrestlers. I hope you're having a great week so far. I'm coming to you live again for another life lesson. Another hard lesson that I've learned the really freaking hard way, okay? This topic, the life lesson today is being alone shouldn't feel lonely. Ugh, it's the sad truth. It's hard. It's what none of us want to really believe, but it's true. And you're really never gonna actually know that it's true until you go through basically a really hard season of your life where you're single and you're not talking to anybody and you're just focusing on yourself and you really do realize being alone shouldn't feel lonely. I have this quote here for you. I don't know who it's by. I heard it in a podcast that I listened to a couple weeks ago. Um, and the quote goes like this, focus on who you're meant to be, not who you're meant to be with. That is just the perfect way to capture really truly where your head should be when you are in a season of singleness. I want to use this episode to talk about why we as humans, for whatever reason, just don't want to be single, why this can be bad, and what happens when you dare to be single. How can that change your life in a really good way? This is a topic that's so near and dear to my heart because I'll be the first to raise my hand and admit, okay, 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 you got me. I've been a relationship girly my whole life, like going from one long-term relationship to the next. I had my first boyfriend when I was 16 and we dated for a little less than a year. And then I started dating a different guy for about two years, two and a half years. And then when I got to college, I started dating somebody and we were together for six years off and on. And I just got out of that relationship about 10 months ago and I have been single since. And I'm going to own my shit. Yes, I've talked to people in the meantime. Yes, I've gone on dates. I was on the apps for a while, which we'll talk about what a freaking shit show and waste of my time that was. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have completely ignored men from my life for the last 10 months. But what I will say is I have talked to people and developed such a deep sense of what I want and what I'm looking for in this time alone that anyone that I've talked to or I've gotten close with, I'm able to determine really quickly that they don't have everything that I'm looking for or I don't feel the feeling that I'm looking to feel with them. And so anyone that I've talked to or spent time with has been really short-lived. There have been dates I've gone on where I know within the first 15 minutes that this isn't going to work out. Right after me and my ex broke up, we broke up in November. There was a period of time, probably starting in like January, where I was on Hinge and I tried this Upward app, which is a Christian dating app. And I was on both of those for a couple months. And I went on a lot of first dates and messaged a lot of people. And looking back, I honestly know like there's no freaking way that I was in in a place mentally, mental health wise, or in terms of being ready for a relationship that I should have been on those apps or going on dates. Absolutely not. Like 
I was two months out of a six-year relationship ending. I was in absolutely no space to be dating. I had no business dating. And I'm going to own my shit and and say that out loud. Um, but what I was doing by getting on those apps is exactly it, – it answers this first question that I raised. Why don't humans want to be single? Um, because look at our freaking world. We have apps and social media and – this weird cultural pressure all the time that's inundating us with messages like you don't want to be single you got to find your person you can't get too old because you know your life ends at 25 and you better be settled down and married and start working on a family by then and there's just all these messages all the time of what we should be and what we should do and I'm not here to say that there's a right way to do any of this because I think it's different for every single person. And I think that there are people like my parents who get married at 22 and they've been married for almost 35 years and they are still so in love and so happy and that worked out for them. But that's not everyone's story, right? Like there are people who get married super young and get divorced. And basically what I'm trying to say is that everybody's path when it comes to relationships, it looks different. And our culture should not be promoting this one right way to do everything. And historically, that's, that's what it's been. And I definitely think now, definitely within the last couple of decades, that message has slowly been shifted. I think women are taking back a lot of power and, you know, standing in our singleness and seeing how wonderful and powerful that can be. But Definitely the undertone of our world is, oh, you got to find somebody before your 30s because you don't want to be lonely in 30. Like, wouldn't that just be the worst thing in the world? I don't, I don't know. Is it? If it's the alternative to being divorced by 30, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. And again, no judgment. Like every story is different. There's no right way to do it. But for me personally, I definitely, I bought into that fairy tale growing up and I've always been such a hopeless romantic and like just wanting to go on the cute dates and like have that beautiful romantic love. And I've had that or tried to have that with each of the partners that I've had in life. And these last 10 months is the first time that I've like really fully been single and not immediately tried to jump into something new right after my relationship ends. Like in the past, I would literally just go from like one to the next to the next. And you see that a lot today. I have friends who do that. I know people who in conversations with them, they're just always looking for that next person to validate them. They're always looking for that next person to make them feel not alone. And to be honest, there's nothing wrong with that because we as humans, we are wired for connection, right? We are wired for validation we are wired to want that community and that sense of belonging and love. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not shit talking anybody that is in that season of their life. I've been there as well. But I do think, again, with our culture and this pressure to find romantic love, that we get this idea, this fairy tale in our head of what it's supposed to be. And we chase that. And we almost use relationships as a distraction from getting ourselves right and working towards our own dreams and goals and not actually healing our baggage. And we just take the baggage that we accumulate from one relationship and we just drag it into the next. I honestly think as humans, we get it wrong where we're just looking for companionship 
in our romantic relationships and we're not looking for compatibility. And I think that's pretty evident. Like I was looking up statistics online before this and I got some varying answers and I don't know like which sources are correct, but the range that I saw was like a 30 to 50% divorce rate in our world today. If the divorce rate is that high, that almost half of first marriages end in divorce, don't you think that we as a world are approaching relationships wrong in some capacity? Like you're making a vow to spend the rest of your life with a person and you feel that way and shit happens over time where that changes. Don't you think that maybe there could be something that you went into that relationship in the wrong mindset or you were looking for the wrong things or you didn't know yourself or you grew and changed in a radical way that meant you were no longer compatible with your partner? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't have all the answers, but it just when the divorce rate's that high, it does make you think that. I do think like when you're always looking for a romantic relationship, you don't get to fully discover yourself. You can argue that there is a certain amount of mental and emotional energy that goes into maintaining a romantic relationship with someone that takes away from the relationship that you have with yourself. You're thinking about their needs, you're thinking about how to keep your relationship alive and exciting. You're thinking about planning your day and your plans and your life around that other person. And then all of the people that are in their life, you know, you have to show concern for and care for their family, uh, their friends, like you want to have relationships with them. And so in a way, you are essentially taking on another person's life on top of your own. When you do that, how the freak can you have the mental, physical, emotional energy the same amount that you would if you were alone to put into yourself? You just don't. And that's the reality of it. That's the sacrifice that you make when you get into a relationship. And when you're in a healed place and you're in a good place, that can be a very beautiful thing. But if you are in a relationship and leaning on that person for your validation and for them to distract you from how shitty you feel about yourself inside, almost like a crutch, like to lean on them to pull you up and to constantly be validating you and you never learn how to do that for yourself, how is that in any way healthy? You attach your identity and your well-being and everything about yourself to that person. So like once they go, you don't know who you are anymore. I've literally done that. When my ex and I broke up in November, that is what I went through. Like these last 10 months, I've been in therapy working through all of the fallout of that. And that was a big thing that I learned. Um, I recognized so much too. Like when I was in that relationship, it was so easy to blame my my ex and look at him and look at what he was doing and be like he's the reason that I'm not happy and all these different things are the reason and it's his fault like why I should leave and being alone I've been able to step back and be like actually no a lot of the problem was me a lot of the problem was me asking him to do things for me like validate me and bring me up and speak all these things over me that I couldn't give myself and it was an issue with me where like, I didn't love myself and I should have done the hard work and I should have, you know, I should have healed from the things that I was asking him to heal for me, if that makes sense. And how many of us do this? How many of us like just throw our baggage on someone else and get mad when they can't fix that for us? 
And, you know, my ex and I, I had that on my end. He had that on his end. We both had shit that we needed to work through and weren't working through. And we were basically using each other as a distraction from that. And when we felt low, leaning on each other to feel better about ourselves. And obviously, there's always going to be some of that in life, right? Like your partner is supposed to be that person for you that you go to in hard times. But you cannot fix another person and they cannot fix you. That is a very individual thing that has to happen. And I had to learn that the hard way. So what happens when you dare to be single? What's happened for me? How have I grown, evolved, and changed? Well, I told you earlier, I was able to step back and see a lot of my own toxicity and a lot of reasons why my relationship failed that I couldn't blame anybody for but myself. So I've been able to heal a lot of that baggage to discover myself deeper, to identify my own insecurities, my own trauma, the ways that I have not completely healed. And I've learned how to give myself that love and validation that I craved so badly from my partner. And then I was like angry they couldn't give it to me when how could either of us give each other the love we both deserved when we didn't even love ourselves? Like, how was that going to work out, you know? So being alone has has allowed me to do that. And it's also given me a deeper appreciation for platonic love in my life because I couldn't lean on my ex anymore when we broke up, obviously. So who's left in my life? My family, my friends. When you have traditionally been a relationship person, you go to that person that you're with, with all of your baggage, all of the scary thoughts that are in your head, all of the problems that come up, like you lean on them through that. And you also go to them in the happy moments, right? I realized when I came out of my relationship that my friendships really weren't that deep with people. Like I spent most of my time with with my ex and this time alone has strengthened those platonic relationships in my life in a crazy way, in a beautiful, wonderful, crazy way. Because in the good moments, in the bad moments, you go to your family, you go to your friends because you don't have anyone else to go to. And it sounds so simple, but like I seen myself do this. I've seen other people do this where like they just kind of put their friendships and family and everything else on hold when they're in a relationship. And it opens your eyes up to a world of deeper, richer, more beautiful relationships and connections with coworkers and friends and strangers. And you just kind of live in this way that's more like open and vibrant and you have more almost like room in your heart to like love and care about other people. I've learned to really love my alone time and like the peace that I get being alone when I'm in my apartment recording these podcast episodes or when I'm making dinner and I, you know, have put away my phone and I've turned off the TV and just enjoyed the quiet and the stillness. That is like, those are the moments where I feel alive because it's just me with my thoughts, with my existence, appreciating the fact that I'm alive and I'm breathing. And like, how often do we stop and actually do that? And I couldn't have those moments when my mind was riddled with anxiety and I was going through the freaking ringer and I was struggling. But now that I've gotten to such a healed place, um, I love I love that time. And that's the time that I crave, actually. Like life just feels more whimsical and exciting, to be honest, because I've gotten to such a healed place by being alone. 
and I've improved my boundaries and my standards my standards guys holy crap like I've kind of accepted this point like I know that I'm going to be single for a long time because the standards that I have set for myself what I will and will not accept and what I'm looking for in someone else they are just like on the freaking moon they're sky high they're in outer space and I will not change that for anyone or anything because I know my worth I know what I bring to the table And I will never, ever be with someone who doesn't bring the exact same freaking things that I bring, okay? And you shouldn't either. There's so much freaking settling happening that I see in my life. I see girlfriends of mine, guy friends of mine in relationships or talking to people who literally treat them like shit. I've been that person before and I will never be that person again. You have to know your freaking worth and you can only do that by healing and by spending this time alone. I'm freaking telling you. And if that means that I am single in my 30s, that's what it means because I've learned to love being single. Would I like to find someone eventually? Would I like to be married? Would I like to have a family? Would I like to have a partner that I can explore everything with? And do I still love love? And do I still love relationships? Absolutely. And I believe that I will have that one day. And and I will attract that when the time is right in God's timing. But I have some goals that I want to reach first. And I have some things that I want to do first, baby. Okay. And I recognize that where I'm at in my life right now, if I had a partner, not that they would hold me back, because I do think that you can find people or a partner, and I will find a partner who encourages me to be the badass, independent bitch that I am. But I'm I'm not in a place where I'm ready to give that emotional, mental, physical energy to somebody else. Like I selfishly, I just want to keep it for myself right now because this feels so good and I believe in myself so much and like there's no limit to how far I could go with where I am right now. And so I just know now's not the right time. I'm young. I'm ambitious. I have a great career going for me. I have so many creative ideas. I have great friends. I'm traveling everywhere. I have a great life. And I'm not ready to share that with anyone else right now. And man, does that feel good to say? Because for a girl who used to hop from relationship to relationship looking for that validation and that companionship because I didn't want to be alone, that's called growth, baby. That's called growth, and that's what we're all about here on Wrestling With Life Podcast. So again, I'm not telling you to break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend. I'm not telling you to throw your ideas of relationships out the window. I just wanted to share with you that being alone shouldn't feel lonely. It shouldn't be scary to be by yourself. It should be a beautiful, wonderful, magical thing. And it hasn't always felt like that for me, and I'm not going to lie to you. In this process, there are a lot of nights where I felt very freaking lonely and I cried my eyes out. And yes, I was on the apps and I was still struggling bad and looking for that validation. And it's not linear. And there are going to be days where I don't feel like this. And there are going to be days where I'm going to feel lonely and I'm going to not feel as good as I feel in this moment. And you know what? That's okay because that's called being human and that's just real. And I'm not going to sell you a freaking dream that isn't true. I know that whenever God does decide to place that person in my life, I'm going to show up as the most healthy and authentic and full and beautiful person that I can be. And I can bring my best self to the table 
to be able to love that person in a very beautiful way and also receive the healed, beautiful love that they are going to give me. And that's the only way that I ever want to be in a relationship. I hope that I wasn't too aggressive with this message. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about it. If you're in a season of singleness, embrace this time. This is for you. This is about you and a chance for you to discover who you are in a more beautiful and deep way. And so I hope that you will take the time to do that for yourself. Let's get out there. Let's enjoy being single. Let's continue to grab life by the balls, to tackle each day, and to keep wrestling with life and fighting a good fight. 